Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, doing something with it, too. You know, I'm going to quit saying I'm trying. My wife told me the other day, she said, Steve, stop saying you're trying. She said, you're doing it, son. She told it to me just like that. Now, here's the deal today. I got a good one for you. Because I was thinking of my own life, which I use oftentimes in my messaging. Because I think that God has given me the trials and tribulations that he has set for me. So that when I start running my mouth and talking, I have a clear cut understanding of what I'm talking about. So here it is. This is what I want you to do with your life. And this is what I want you to start to considering about your life today. And this is for all of us. Get a mission. Get a mission, man. Get a purpose. Get a higher calling. Be about it. What's this all for? What you waking up in the morning for? Get at it today. One more time. Get a mission. Get a purpose in your life. Find that higher calling of why you are here. Be about it. What's it all for? Get at it today. Now, Steve, you making some... Some 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 big statements here. Uh-huh, yeah, but oh, oh you know I'm going to clean it up for you, don't you? Because, you know, I don't just throw it out there without the, without the how-to part. See, the how-to part is usually where most people stop. They tell you, this is what you got to do, this is what you got to do, this is what you got to do, then they don't tell you how to. That's why I don't, I don't get off the boat right there. Now, if you're trying to figure out, if you're trying to get your life a mission, and you're trying to figure out the purpose and what the higher calling is, and, and you want to be about something, and you're trying to figure out what's it all for, and you want to go get at it today, here's the trick. God knows. God knows the answer to all those questions. He knows what your mission in life is. He already know what your purpose is. He already know what the higher calling is. He already know what you got to be about. He already know what it's all for. He already know what you need to go get at. God knows. You know why he knows? Because he created you. And God created all of us with a purpose in mind. Irregardless as to how we were created. We were all created with a purpose in mind. He got a mission for us. He got something he wants from us. He got something he expects of us. He has a life of abundance prepared for each and every one of us that will lay claim to it. Now, if you don't want that, then go on and start making decisions on your own, possibly like you have. Now, let me ask you something. 
since you've been making all the decisions on your own, where you at? Where you at with it? How you feel about it every day? How locked in on your mission are you? How, what, what, are you on a good purpose plan? You know, do you feel like your life is in a higher calling? Do, do you know what you about? Do you have an understanding of what it's all for? Are you up every day going and getting at it? See, come on now. So now I'm asking you, if you've done this without talking to God or without checking in with your creator, can you answer all those questions? I can flat out tell you you can't. I, I know for a fact you can't. Because you can't know how good your life can be. And you won't have a life as good as you want it to be until you have connected with the one that created you. You, you better understand this one now. Please understand, this ain't Steve just over here ranting and raving. This is Steve after having years of figuring this one out. But it's, it's all in the Bible. It's all in holy writings. But, you know, I ain't got time for that. Don't go to church like I'm supposed to. Don't read the Bible or the, or the scrolls or the Koran or whatever your faith is. You don't read all that. It's in there, though. It's in there, but we humans. So we we go get at it the way we see it. Let me tell you what happened to me. See, while I was getting at it the way I saw it ought to be got at, you understand me? When I was defining my purpose, when I was creating my own mission, when I was laying claim to what my calling is in life, let me tell you what I was doing. I was deferring, I was deferring the abundance that he really had for me. I'm just now, listen to me, I'm just now getting at it for real. Oh, I've been working towards it all my life. I didn't know it though, but see, because God is so merciful and so full of grace, he allowed me to make all the mistakes I made. And then then when I finally came to him, he said, all right, now, I'm going to take all the mistakes. Tell you how cold I am now. This this God now. I'm going to tell you how cold God is. He takes all the mistakes you made, all the failures you made while you was making your own decisions. He takes all of that and uses them as valuable gained and learned experiences. And he takes that and allows you to be who you are today. See, God, God ain't going to let you forget what you did. But here's something cold, too. He ain't going to let what you did go for naught. Uh-oh. What you say, Steve? Uh-huh. See, that's what's cold. See, all the mistakes I made, every lie I told, every traumatic experience I went through, I put anybody through. Anytime, man, I was out there tripping, trying to justify it as right, he said, all right, okay. But now because of my mercy and my grace, what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow all this to happen. You're going to waste a lot of time. You're going to forfeit a life of abundance that you could have been and had. But I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all of that and I'm going to turn it into some good. So I'm going to let all of these lessons that you've learned, all of these hardships, all of these moments of despair, Come back and you'll use them. You'll wear them on your head like a crown. 
you gonna it's gonna be jewels in your head, man. I'm gonna take all of that stuff and make you knowledgeable. I'm gonna take all that stuff and make you wise, man. I'm gonna take all of that stuff and I'm gonna put it in your mission. I'm gonna take all that stuff and make that a part of your purpose. I'm gonna take all that stuff and create that to be a part of your higher calling. I'm gonna take all that and let you be about that right there. I'm gonna take all of that and I'm gonna let you find out what it's all been for. I'm gonna take all of that and with all of that mess you've made of your life, I'm gonna let you now take all that and go get at it. See, but that only happens when you come to God because God is the only one that knows what you've been through and how to take what you've been through and turn it into something to help you get through what you're going through. He the only one can do that. Ain't nobody else like him. There's nothing like him on this world available to you, man. So quit tripping yourself out. Get over there and talk to God, man. Quit wasting your life like I was doing. Stop. I'm telling you, he'll let you get at it. And can't nobody let you get at it like him. All right? Let's ride. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, monkeys, zookeepers, chitlin cleaners, <laughs> barbecuers, post-nasal drip folks, yard workers, yard workers People with hemorrhoids. Chimney sweepers. <laughs> Chimney sweepers. Street cleaners. Street cleaners. Paper boys. People who baptize people. Yeah. people who the catch, deacon bowl. Who catch the people who are. Uh, yeah, people who catch people who are falling out from being touched by a heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, man. Yeah. But especially. Especially the monkeys, because I don't know why I love monkeys like I do, but I do. I love monkeys. I just don't like them live. I like to watch them, but go over there. I went over Michael's house unique. one time. You're, really, you're right, man. <laughs> I went over to Michael's house one time, and Bubbles was in there, and he treats Bubbles like a person. Steve, you want to hold Bubbles? Nope. <laughs> Yeah. Bubbles look just like my Aunt Agnes. <laughs> he really? You should stop that. Stop no, I'm not going to stop that. And you know why, Thomas? Because Aunt <laughs> Agnes is in all of my jokes. <laughs> because she was hateful to me as a child. So she's your reference, huh? Every time I want to do a fat or ugly joke, <laughs> it's her. You ain't going to ever be now with your little stupid stuttering self. Aunt Agnes. Damn, man. Who want to go to the store for a nickel? Me. And I'll be all day waiting on it to come back because you're down there studying for 15 minutes. Hell, you go to the store and earn the nickel. Oh, okay. Helpful. So all of my jokes are about Aunt Agnes. And she's still living, too. (laughs) So she must be pleased to hear her name. Oh, she'd be so mad at me, Shirley. (laughs) Why you always talking about me? Cause you hateful. <laughs> I was pl- I've been planning on getting you back since I was nine. <laughs> You've been plotting. Yeah, I just needed the platform. <laughs> you it morning, Shirley. Everybody calling uh, Junior. Uh, morning, Tommy, the, morning, the, the, morning everyone. You know, I know y'all was trying to be morning, quiet. Everybody. Morning, everybody. <laughs> morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Yeah. Just wanted to start it a little bit different today. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's different. different. You know, 
You know, just get something off my chest. Mm. Y'all know how that is. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, what the president do now? <laughs> well, he lost the lawyer. That's one thing he, he just done. And he want to fight Joe Biden. <laughs> I got all my money on, my Joe, money Biden. on Joe Biden. Joe Biden whooped down Trump. Why are, why are two papas fighting? Why? I know. Oh, man. Yeah. That means 73. It'd be a slow fight, though. I'll show pay to see it, though. Uh, you know what they're calling it? Two geezers at Caesars. Yeah, I don't uh. pay money. To pay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, more trouble for the Trump family. Donald Trump Jr.'s wife, Vanessa, learned about his affair on his phone. We'll be back. Uh, oh, With, y'all yeah, about we'll be back. And 32 after the hour. We've said this over and over. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for something funny. Uh, Vanessa Trump. Boy, this is a story right here. Vanessa Trump learned that her husband, Donald Trump Jr., was cheating on her when she reportedly found sexy text messages on his phone. Mm. How'd she get in there? Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to be the one Don't to none respond. None of them Trumps know about the phone stuff. <laughs> All that money, you ain't got a code on your phone? <laughs> a source tells People Magazine that President Trump's oldest son, Don Jr., was in the shower, and his phone was on the bedside See? table on the See? nightstand. Right See? Right uh, when the messages came through from Celebrity Apprentice contestant Aubrey O'Day, mm-hmm. uh, after that, the affair ended. Some close to Don Jr. say the affair was very exciting, and the alleged mistress Audrey, uh, you were, you guys remember Audrey O'Day yeah. from um, that was uh, Danity Diddy's Kane. group, yeah, yeah, Danity Kane. Yeah. D- she uh, wrote a song group. about him, Shirley. Two who? songs, yeah, D D J T or something. Oh wait, who is the girl? Her name is Aubrey O'Day, Steve. She used to be in the group Danity Kane. They're was, a pretty girl, now. Yeah, she in the group what? It's called Danity, Danity Kane. Kane. It's a um, Diddy was putting that together. Yeah, it was a yeah. group yeah. that Diddy, Diddy put together. Diddy. Mm-hmm. Black chick? No, no she's she's um, no sir. No, she's white. Yeah, like a like a blonde. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a black chick in the group. Yeah, there was her. yeah. And the alleged mistress Aubrey uh, was not very alleged. <laughs> was very <laughs> very <laughs> into Don. <laughs> we have to say alleged right now. Uh, they say he liked her, but she was definitely more keen on him. Well, guys always say that. She wrote a song. She wrote a song about him. Yeah, she did. Two songs. First of all, he don't need to be in an affair because everybody know about the affair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's so simple, Junior. When you go to the shower, Tommy, where does your phone go? Right there by the soap the on the same dish. You. Thank you. Well, yes. Thank yeah. you. How you gonna take yeah. a bath yeah. in the shower? Yeah, it'll get wet. Yeah. My phone got, Tommy got water. his phone in in the soap dish around his neck like soap on the rope. He just take the soap out and snap his phone around his neck. It looked like soap on a rope. <laughs> if you ain't got, got a phone wrapped up phone. in a shower cap. Tied around his neck. <laughs> or in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, man. man. But That's how you do it, man. <laughs> Why are you naked in another room and you away from your phone? Why that are you that no far sense. away from your phone? Yeah. Who does that? Uh, married men who aren't cheating on their wives. This is some married. <laughs> but if you are cheating, why is your phone laying in the open? <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to be. Now you're getting sexy text messages. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you know what happened when he got out that shower? <laughs> what happened? What happened? She read all the messages back to him. Uh, <laughs> I'd have got back in the shower. So, okay, so, okay, okay, okay let, let's try to get the story out. Mm-hmm. So, Shirley, yeah. this woman that was in a group mm-hmm. had an affair, mm-hmm. and Donald Trump's, Donald Trump Jr.'s wife found his messages. Yeah, yeah, because he left his phone on the nightstand. And Aubrey O'Day sent the text messages, and they came through. Yeah, they were sexy. Sexting. And they came through while Donald Trump Jr. was in the shower. Dummy. (laughs) When he come out that shower, (laughs) (laughs) naked now. He's standing there. He ain't drying off or nothing. He, he in there catching hell. Dripping wet. He's he trying to figure out how he can get his phone out of her hand right now. And get some clothes on, man. He, so, he ain't patting on his ass or nothing. He trying to figure out how he can get that phone out of her hand. <laughs> He's drying his ass trying to figure some things. I got to get this phone. Just get that phone. My wife ain't. Don't forget towel drying. Forget the towel. Forget all of that. No, you don't have to dry. He's wet. Yeah, he's wet. Something wet, man. He's dripping. He walking toward her. But her arm extended all the way behind her. Oh, yes. She oh, got yeah. about yeah. four feet yeah. from this phone. Don't even try to snatch nah. it. Not only that, nah. Steve, when he comes out the shower, he, he knows immediately she's got his phone. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. by the look on her face. And she's no, standing there. No, no. She showed it through him through the steamy glass. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, it went, it went bam like that, right? <laughs> she stuck it up against that. <laughs> Who is this? She knocked on that shower door with that uh, phone, Shirley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But slapped it up. This house, uh-huh. she slapped it up against the glass. Yes. It scared him. It startled him. Yeah, he it's didn't know scared. what. He didn't know what it was. It's her. Oh God! Now he opened up the door. He he got soap on him and everything. Yeah. Man, right now, I got <laughs> to get this phone out of. Her. I feel better. If I could stop her from reading right now. No, if she could just start reading these messages back to me. Because I've read them. I don't need to hear them. Carla, what's your question? I said, did he ask for a towel when he got out the shower? Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. He got soap on him and everything. He's standing there so straight dry. naked. All he needs is that phone. Is, have he'll, all... just feel, he'll just feel yeah. a little, a lot better. Okay. He, he can just get the phone. Let me ask you this. Has yeah. has everything been washed before she... Oh, no. 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 Oh, it's still no, some soap on it. He, <laughs> he hasn't finished showering. But now, but now, but, but, but now let me complete the scenario. Okay. What? After he realizes that he not getting this phone immediately... Uh-huh. Then he realizes he naked. <laughs> oh, that's that second? The naked yeah. part is second? Nah, he don't care. He just trying to get some pants on. <laughs> Pajama bottom, something. So, Draws, it don't matter. Right? You know he's just going to air dry? Well, he don't want to be attacked naked, Shirley. <laughs> right, you got to come up. 
Shirley, all that hate you doing is oh, not no. helping you. It's helping me. Don <laughs> Jr. needs help. <laughs> he doesn't need help. Yeah, he's going to need help. Now, you damn that. We all with Don Jr. <laughs> no, oh, we're Don not. Don Jr. Well, needs help Well, right she's now. filed for divorce. How about that help? Uh, coming up next is the nephew and run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, you know, it's uh, almost time for the nephew to run that prank back. But, Steve, hey, we were talking about, yeah, Don, Donald Trump Jr. and his wife finding the sexy text message while he was in the Donald shower. Let me tell you something about Donald Trump Jr. right now. Uh-huh. Don Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. don't give a damn about that Mueller investigation. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> you pretty much can ask him what you want to. Now. He's going to sing like a bird. Boy, he... he he don't give a blank about yes. that. Muller investigator, get out of my face That's with that sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> I got a damn problem. This yeah. is the real crisis right you don't here. This, my wife got my phone. Then <laughs> <laughs> file for divorce. I'm finna lose eighty percent of everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I ain't five got no clean up with this girl. Yeah, they got five kids. Five kids, kids yeah. Uh, five kids. What are you talking about? The young. Done? <laughs> I don't give a sugar honey ice tea about it. Yes, I done talked to the damn Russian. <laughs> My problem is talking to that damn girl. Damn them Russians. Damn right I talk with them. You have anything to say about the Russians? I don't. Listen to me. <laughs> Who gives a damn about them Russians? Them Russians. Them Russians is my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Was that some collusion? Anything about collusion, sir? Yes, we colluded. <laughs> and we took money. He's telling it all. We colluded, took money, bought ads. Uh, ads. Like I just want my damn phone. Telling everything. Did your daddy sleep with any of those women? My daddy, I was with him when he slept with Stormy. What is it you want, sir? I, he was with Stormy. Flynn was with Partly Cloudy. Partly Cloudy. Montague. Manafort. He was with Tornado. Manafort. Manafort. Manafort was with Hailstorm. Would, would getting your phone make you feel better, sir? Yeah, absolutely, sir. Yeah, I'll stop talking. And if you give me my phone, I'll stop cooperating. All right. It's... But if you can get my phone, I'll cooperate fully with him. I'll flip on my damn daddy. Really? He'll be a snitch on his dad? Yeah, I'll flip on my daddy if I can get my phone. Wow. All right, guys, it's time to turn to the prank. <laughs> Steve, you got my side oh, aching man. right now. All right, nephew, what you got? I got papers on him. Wow. <laughs> Damn, Tommy. How apropos. Seriously, man. How apropos. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach, um, uh, is this Phyllis? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Phyllis. This is this is John down at the job. I work out here with Clem, your husband, Clem. 
Clint? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. How are you? I'm good. He slipped and fell today. What? And uh, he hurt himself. Uh, uh, he got he's a little shaken up here at the job. So what happened? What do you what do you, what happened? Well, I I think he he he, he definitely pulled something in his back. But, okay. Uh, we um now, now who are you now? I'm his wife. I'm I'm his wife Phyllis. You're 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 Phyllis. That's right. That's correct. Okay, because we got listed that his wife is Janice, and we tried to call her earlier, but we didn't get yes, an answer. I'm his wife. Uh, I'm his wife. I don't know who, who Janice. Who the hell is Janice? Janice is who he has listed for a contact when he, when uh, when it's emergency contact or something should happen. No, y'all must you know y'all got that mixed up. Y'all must have mixed that up somehow. He wouldn't have put no no damn Janice as his wife. I'm his wife, Phyllis. So I don't know who who messed up, but that ain't right. I'm the wife. Okay, well, it has her listed as the wife and call her as a, as a contact if something goes wrong. Well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm his wife. Now, I don't, I don't know who messed up. Hold, hold, on, hold, hold on one second. Let me let me click over one second. There's a call coming. Yeah. Just give me one second. That's some on the doggone. What's this? I don't know. Okay, that was Janice. What? She said she'll, she's going to come out to the job, so you don't have to worry no, about coming up, to get it. No, hold up. No, I'm coming out to the job. I'm his wife. I don't know who no Janice is, but y'all need to get it straight because I'm his well, wife. Well, she said she's so going she's she's, she to come and take him to the doctor. No, she ain't taking so him nowhere, sir. I'm his wife. I'm taking him. Y'all, you don't let you don't leash my husband to no body. I'm his freaking wife. So y'all need well, to straighten y'all out. The, Janice says she'll be right here in 10 minutes, man. Well, I get right. I bet y'all be there in 10 minutes, too, and I bet y'all better not release my husband or nobody. I'm his wife. I don't know who no Janice is, but y'all need to get that straight. I'm on my well, way. And you tell Janice that she beat me there, to hold that, sister. Produce some, some oh. marriage certificate papers or something. To tell her to produce that. I got the papers on that, man. Okay, well, I'm just saying... uh. Janice is, she, he does have her on the list, ma'am, so I can not really... what he has on the list, sir. I don't give a what's on the list. Well, why, why would she have her name man. on the list, ma'am? Why would her name be above your name on the list? You know what? I'm not going to play this little ring around the rosy with you. I got papers on that man, so you better best, I best hold up until I get there in case y'all want some more problems. I'm going to release him to Janice as soon as she gets there. You? Sir, you better not release my husband to nobody. All y'all must be laid out on the floor. So I'm going to tell you right now, if my husband ain't there, when I get there, it's going to be some full-blown going down. So you best just wait till I get there. This is a bunch of bullshit, but it's going to end when I get there. I'm all on her way. I got to hang up with you. I ain't got time to play with you either. So I'm on my way because she going to answer for this. Janice might get a beat down and your is going to get the business if my husband ain't there. Oh, oh, you hear oh, me? Oh. You hear me? I, I hear you. I hear you, I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you playing ring around the road. I'm a grown ass woman. I thought you said go. I seem like I got some business to take care of over there. Okay, well, well what am I supposed to do with Janice? Like I said, you tell that to hold the up. I'm on my way. She's trying to represent like she me? That trying to be me? Okay, then what do you want me to tell her? Tell that that she ain't wife. 
What do you want me to tell Tommy? Who Tommy? I don't even know no Tommy. Who Tommy? That's me, baby. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband, Clement, oh. got me the prank phone call you. Oh. <laughs> okay, y'all full of okay? Y'all are full of I'm gonna kick all y'all. Hold on. Nephew Tommy, you stay your ass over there. I ain't got time to be playing with y'all like this. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my work done. I'm gonna kick all y'all. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What's what? the baddest radio? What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> there it is. I got papers on. What y'all think? Woo, man. Okay. Memphis, Tennessee. It's going down tonight. Two shows. Two shows tomorrow. One on Sunday. Chuckles Comedy Club. The nephew is back. Tickets on sale right now. Stupid enough? Yeah. We yeah. gotta ask you something about the papers, go. Tommy. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Is Donald Trump phone in them? <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, we'll be back. I gotta get this phone. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow. <laughs> Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg has admitted that his social network made mistakes that led to millions of Facebook users having their data, profile, personal information exploited by a political consultancy company called Cambridge Analytica. Now, Cambridge Analytica has some kind of ties with the Trump campaign, and it's Mm. accused of improperly using Facebook data from up to, get this, 50 million user profiles on behalf of political clients. Wow. Yeah. So in a statement, Facebook's founder, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, said he was sorry initially. He said a breach of trust had occurred. Zuckerberg also added that he was happy to confess and testify, I should say, before Congress if it's the right thing to do. In his statement posted on Facebook, he promised to make it far harder for apps to uh, harvest user information. So um, here's our social media question of the day, guys. In light of this recent Facebook scandal, have you, have you, have you, or are you considering deleting your Facebook account? So hit us up on Facebook. Yes, pun intended right there. Oh, hit us on Facebook. Uh I Uh I know. Trump Jr. is all for <laughs> taking all his down right now. <laughs> Matter of fact, he's leading the charge. Uh-huh. He's trying to find a way to hide the breach of Facebook directly to them Texas his wife found. Wow. <laughs> hey, Trump, Trump Jr., let me ask you, is Putin and your daddy, y'all, are they real cool? Very. <laughs> what? Oh, you're playing the part of Donald Trump Jr., Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'm Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Very. <sighs> wow. So we don't care if your daddy goes to jail. You don't really yeah. care. <laughs> Not if I can get that phone back. Well, uh, Mr. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., your dad. Yeah. Do you think you can get your dad's tax records for us? Oh, for sure. And I have I have a copy available for, for anyone who can get my phone returned to me. If I could just hold it one more time before we get to court. If I could just spend some time alone with my phone. 
That would mean the world to me. I haven't <laughs> seen my phone since she took it off that nice thing. <laughs> I could just get my phone back. Yes, you can have my daddy's tax Thank you, racket. sir. Thank <gasps> you. Thank you. I think Carla had a question. Carla? I yeah. do. I do. Donald Trump Jr., any advice you want to give to any of the fellas and players out there listening? Men, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I don't care what you're doing. Take your phone with you. There you go. In the shower? In the shower. <laughs> Duct tape it to your thigh. That's crazy. If you die. If you die? Have the mortician <laughs> implanted in the crack of your butt. What? Where they don't even want to touch it. But damn it, if you die. Take that phone with you. I know that. I don't care. Wait, if you in church, have it on you. If you're getting baptized, put it in a sandwich bag and let them take you. Take me to the water. I need that phone first. Take me to the water. I'm going to need that phone, dog. Give me a ziplock. Put that in a sandwich bag for me. Let me hold it close to my heart. Take me to the water. I said I'm going to need that phone now. But bring my phone. It's a shame she has to follow such ignorance every day. But please introduce Miss Ann, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. People all over the country are angry and disgusted over yet another incident of an unarmed black man shot to death by white cops. This latest incident took place in Sacramento, California. Police video shows police chasing 22-year-old Stefan Clark and firing 20 rounds at him in his grandmother's backyard. He was living with his grandmother and shouting, show me your hands, and then instantly shouting, gun, gun, and killing him. Hey, show me your hands! Stop! Show me your hands! Gun, gun, gun! Five, seven, shots fired, seven, eight, down. Show me your hands! Let's see your hands! I got him at gunpoint, dude. I think I shot about five times. We're good, we're good, slow it down. Slow it down, we're good. No officers are hit, subject's down in the backyard. Can't see the subject's hands, he's still not moved. Hey, can you hear us? We need to know if you're okay. We need, we need to get you medics, but we can't go over there to get you help unless we know you're, you don't have your weapon. Well, of course, there's a good chance that Mr. Clark was already dead at that point. You can see that video, by the way, on my Facebook page. Just go to Ann Tripp, A-N-N-T-R-I-P-P. The cops say they were looking for a man breaking into car windows. Stefan Clark was not pointing any gun at them. He was merely holding a cell phone. Police never identified themselves as officers. His grandmother understandably upset. You guys are murderers, murderers, murderers. You guys killed that baby for nothing. You took him away from his kids for nothing. He didn't even do nothing to nobody. Black Lives Matter's protesters shut down I-95 and blocked entry to the Sacramento Kings game last night. More than one player said if they weren't playing, they would be out there too in protest. In the end, there were no arrests aside from a few scuffles. Uh, The Kings delayed the start of the game against the Hawks but did not cancel it. Look for students from Florida's Marjorie Stone Douglas High School to be at the forefront of tomorrow's march against gun violence in Washington, D.C. It's called the March for Lives. It starts at 12 noon. There will be smaller rallies in New York City, L.A., Boston, and Chicago. The $1.3 trillion government spending bill has now passed the House and Senate, expected to go to the president for his signature. It will keep the government alive till September. Remember comedian Byron Allen. Byron Allen has just bought the Weather Channel for a rumored $300 million. 
And finally, today is both Cuddly Kitten and National Puppy Day. Just love those little furry babies. We'll be back with more entertainment and today's trending topics 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we go again. Uh, This is so sad. Another killing of an unarmed black man. Sacramento police officers shot and killed uh, 22-year-old Stefan Clark, uh, who was in his grandmother's backyard because they believed he was pointing a gun at them. Sakita Thompson, Clark's grandmother, said it was common for Clark and other guests to enter their home through the backyard due to their faulty doorbell and the fact that she and her husband have poor mobility. The police were reportedly responding to a call that someone was breaking car windows in the area and described the suspect as a six-foot-one man wearing a black hooded sweatshirt and dark pants hiding in a backyard. The police claim Clark had an object extended in front of him as he approached two officers. Fearing for their safety, they shot Clark multiple times, some reports are saying. Clark was shot 20 times. 20 times, and the cops waited five minutes before performing CPR. Now, according to reports, the cops even switched their story up, claiming that Clark had a gun, then said he had a crowbar. Later, it was revealed the only item found near Clark's body was a cell phone. Reverend Al Sharpton has pledged his support for Clark's family and said he would be in California to help them fight for justice. According to a statement from his organization, Stefan Clark is survived by his two young sons. This is the saddest part. Cairo and Aiden, uh, both officers, have been placed on paid administrative leave. Always. So sad. Hmm. 22 well, yeah. times? They shot him 20 times? 20 times. 20 times. It's that? always nice. right. It's always, always. Always. Yeah. yeah. Father of two young sons. And now the officers have been placed on, yet again, paid administrative leave. Sad. I don't understand how they said he approached them with an object in his hand, mm-hmm. but they shot him in the grandmother's backyard. Did they get out the car, the police car, to go in the backyard to look for someone who they had heard was in the backyard? Do they have a copy of that 911 call calling in saying right. somebody's in the backyard breaking and stuff? Did this? Did we have a description that it's a black hoodie in the black... And then does this boy have on a black hoodie? But why? What's the shooting for? Right, the twenty times. Right. You know, yeah. where, where's you know the what? arrest? Do we ask any questions? questions? Mm-hmm. Well, what yeah. was going on too? They had the helicopters involved as well, so there was footage in the air. And they were looking for, I guess, this particular suspect. From what I'm reading from the Sacramento mm-hmm. newspaper, this is sad. Thank God for Reverend Al Sharpton in times like these, you know, because he <clears throat> pledged to support, like we said, for his family. And um, wow, uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on this story. Uh, coming up at uh, 34 after the hour, as we switch gears, J. Anthony Brown is here to murder another hit. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, please introduce Jay for Murder the Hit. Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, him. <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> um, first of all, can I do my plugs right now? Can I, can I do that? All right, I'll be in St. Petersburg on April the 7th at the Palladium. One show and one show only. And please check me out this Tuesday. J-Spot Comedy Club Taco Tuesday. Now, 
because of um, Shirley has an, an excuse for me. Shirley, could you read what I have? Could you go ahead? All right, this says, yeah, this says, Dear Steve Harvey Morning Show listeners, Mm -hmm. due to some heavy, heavy birthday celebrations and standing next to some people who were celebrating as well, Mm -hmm. I was unable to record a new murder hit. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what those people were participating in, Mm -hmm. but it did take an effect on me. Mm -hmm. I totally apologize for the inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I am going to give you a murdered hit that was previously recorded. I thoroughly hope you enjoy it. I'm pretty sure my condition will be worn off by next week, which will allow me to produce a new murdered hit. Sincerely, J. Anthony Brown. That, what? That, what is this? What? clears everything up. What, what? is this? Yeah. No. So, heavy no. celebrating. Very heavy. But the people next to me, I wasn't. Oh. I was standing next to some people who were celebrating very heavy. And it what they got to do me. with murdering the hit? You're do, doing a song. Well, I couldn't sing. Do the words legal in California mean anything? Oh, it was very anything? legal what they was doing. I just wasn't participating. But oh, the okay. contact. Okay. I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> okay, so contact. Steve, so that's cool with you. So he just get a pass. He, 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 this uh, is his segment. I don't even know what the Murder hell he's talking about. <laughs> I know exactly. He's talking about, yeah. What is he talking about? They were... you know, between him and Tommy, I have to <laughs> sort out Mo BS. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Two damn most troublesome employees. <laughs> well, you hired them no, both. Never seen, your I nephew and your best friend, you hired you them. You already know how Tommy got here. <laughs> I didn't hire Tommy. Tommy was forced upon me by my <laughs> damn sister. I got ran out of Cleveland. But that's all right. That's in the past. <laughs> I, I didn't have no place else to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> I say, what time? You got what time? <laughs> I got ran out of Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, you, didn't, you didn't run out. Oh, shut up. You ain't fast enough to run out. Of oh, oh, wow. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. I'm still Team Tommy, though. I really am. Shut up, Jay. Shut up, Jay. Really? So, here, we go with an, here we go with an oldie, but a goodie. Hit it. Everybody racist. Slurred line song for the um, from the Marvin Gaye family. Lines. 
Yeah, uh-huh. the, the, the lawsuit was just settled this week, so they, yeah. they got some money coming. Okay. Mm. You better watch out wow. there now. <laughs> <laughs> Why you up here playing? Uh-huh. <laughs> Catch a case. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do jail. <laughs> All right, Nephew Tommy is up next with his prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, I mean, right here, right now, it's the nephew with the prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Oh, brand spanking new. I got Gospel Church Queen. Gospel oh, Church Queen. Do what? The new prank? Church Queen. You got to hear this, huh? Here you go. This is Grant. Hi, Grant. Uh, Grant Stevens, right? Yes. Hey, hey, Greg, this is Brother Lewis Finley. I'm calling from uh, Mount Sinai uh, Missionary Baptist Church. You you and your wife just joined a, a couple weeks ago, am I right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So now listen, um, uh, I, I wanted to reach out to you. Uh, I know you guys have started the uh, the orientation, and from my understanding, you you finished one, one class of the orientation. You got three more to go. Is that right? Yes. All right, all right, all right. So first of all, I want to say welcome to Mount Sinai, and 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 I hope you are enjoying yourself. I I know that you and your wife are uh, a mixed couple. You you're Caucasian, and she's she's black. Are you uh, are you liking the church so far, uh, Grant? Absolutely, we really are enjoying it. Uh, we completed our first orientation, and uh, yeah, so far we're really enjoying it. Okay, okay. Did I catch you at a bad time? Uh, I am at work right now, but it's okay. I've got a couple. I've got a couple minutes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to call you, man. I, I was worried. I know you, because I don't think you know this, but you are the first Caucasian to join our church, and I just want to make sure you kind of knew uh, the language and and just uh, just kind of knowing what the black church is all about. And there's certain sayings and different things I think you should know so that, uh, you know, uh, I just don't want you to say the, the wrong thing while you're at the church. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Okay. So so what I wanted to do, like, I, I wanted to give you a little black church quiz so you can kind of, maybe if you could let me know where you are, you know, if you're on a, a lower level or a high level as far as being knowledgeable about the black church. Like, fill, fill this blank in for me, Grant, if, and if you don't mind. I just want to take a little bit of your time, and I'll let you get back to work. But first of all, give a blank to God. Give a— what, what, would, what would go in that blank right there? First of all, give a blank to God. Yeah, uh, all I can think of top of my head is give, give thanks to God. Uh, no, see that's wrong. See that's wrong. See, uh, see what it is. is, First of all, give a honor to God. All right. Remember that. Oh. First of all, give a honor to God. You got that? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. First of all, give a honor to God, who is the blank of my life. What 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 goes in the blank? First of all, I'm... give an honor to God, who is the blank of my life. The love of my life. No. No, see that's 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 wrong. First of all, give an honor to God, who is the head of my life. Do, do, are you, you sure? That? I'm sorry. Okay, I, I was just. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm definitely sure about man. Don't don't don't. I, what, what I don't want you to do is question what what I, I know. I'm from the black church. I know you. Okay, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't questioning you, sir. I wasn't. Que- I'm sorry. I've just always heard it that way, but. 
Okay. So so I'm trying to give you the understanding of knowing what the black church is about. You understand? I understand. I just I pre no, I appreciate you. I'm I apologize, sir. Okay. Now now um Look, I, I don't know these answers obviously, but I, I've got a meeting I gotta get to here in a minute. Like like this, I'm curious, does everyone in the church get these phone calls? Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Grant. I know you have a meeting, but what's more important, your meeting or knowing uh, your position at the black church? What, what What's more important? <laughs> I really don't have time for this right now. I can't believe this is actually happening. Like, does your, does your pastor even know that you're calling me right now? Well, no, I, I, I took the liberty of myself when I realized you was Caucasian that I would call and try to help you so you would know what to do when you're in the black church when people are saying certain things. You Okay, okay. <laughs> Grant, if you don't mind, just do this for me, Grant. Like, do, do you know what hooping is? Hooping? Like hula hooping? Uh, no. Hooping is when the pastor is at the end of his sermon. So listen to this. Mm, all along, mm, good God Almighty. Do that for me if you, if you would, Grant. <sighs> oh, Lord. Oh, God Almighty. No, 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 no. One, one more. You, 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 come on, you, you with me now. Oh, Lord. Good God Almighty. Uh, Try it again, Grant. I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, God Almighty. Okay. Hey, hey Grant, do you think maybe it's possible that me and you can have some sessions before you come back to the church and I can prepare you more. Hey man, look, listen, you have caught me at a really bad time and I'm 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 quite honestly just so frustrated. Like I've never heard of a quiz like this. I'm I'm really offended to be honest with you. Like, do you guys not want me to go to your church anymore? Like a matter of fact, dude, you should be calling my wife right now. She's black. But she should already know the quiz question. You the one don't know why I'm gonna call her. I should call you. I am at work right now. I have a meeting to get to in just a minute. I don't know what you're doing, and I, I – hold on a second. I have got to close my office door. This is so embarrassing. I have never, ever received a phone call like this in my life, and you better be lucky. I mean I want to talk to your pastor. I am going to talk to him next Sunday. No joke. Well, I didn't mean for you to get hostile like that. I didn't mean to, get you, I didn't mean to upset you or nothing like that. Well, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say something else to you? One last thing, and I have to go. Okay. I just want to let you know that this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Carolyn, got me to prank phone call you. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> Are you good? You all right? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. A little embarrassed, but I'm all right. <laughs> Greg, you got to do it for me one more time. Oh, Lord, good God Almighty. Oh, Lord, oh, yeah, God Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, look at do this for me. Tell me what is the baddest, I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you just gotta try to, you know, you're wrong. For white that. man need a quiz if he gonna be going if he gonna join the black church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm you. Tommy, you know all what I'm black saying? churches are not like that. You know, mine wasn't.
you know, that's why you got to fill in, have him fill in the blank. You know, first uh-huh. of all, give a blank to God. You know, he don't, he don't know, he don't know what go there. He, he didn't got, know what to say. Take, <laughs> yeah, take him through the quiz. Quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Black church quiz. Up. The nephew, tonight it jumps off, two shows tonight. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. I am in Memphis, Tennessee. Chuckles Comedy Club. Two shows tomorrow, one show on Sunday. The nephew is here. Barbecue and nephew. Come get your laugh on tonight. All right. Thank you, Neff. Coming up, people, superstar Tony Braxton will be in our midst. She will be our special guest. That's in one hour. You do not want to miss it. All right. And coming up at the top of the hour, the strawberry letter. You don't want to miss that. When you hear a car or home insurance commercial on this show, it's only going to be for the folks that cover both of mine. That's State Farm. Because we've been together for a whole lot of years, and I'm still a whole lot of happy with how my agent takes care of me. Maybe you're thinking, that's just because I'm getting the Steve Harvey treatment. Well, guess what? State Farm's got over 44 million happy customers, and they ain't all named Steve Harvey. I bet they're just happy with how they State Farm agents are here to help life go right. So call 800-STATE-FARM and see for yourself. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for today's Strawberry Letter. But first, ladies and gentlemen, these two old men, these two papas, I think one senator said uh, they're the U.S.'s crazy uncles. Uh, President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden, they're at it again. Uh, President Trump tweeted about uh, Joe Biden. He says former Vice President Joe Biden couldn't beat him up. Trump tweeted that it would actually be crazy Joe Biden who would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. This is the president talking about the president. Uh, Biden said this week, uh, that if he had been in high school with Trump and he disrespected women, he would take him out behind the gym and beat the heck out of him, okay? Trump tweeted that Biden is mentally and physically weak and trying to act like a tough guy. He didn't. Uh, he added that, uh, that Joe shouldn't threaten people. Don't threaten people, Joe. <laughs> At least Joe Biden said if they were in high school. <laughs> President Trump is saying now. Well, <laughs> I put all my money on Biden, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trump has never been in a fight, ever. Oh, no. Jordan been in some fights because of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he has. Jordan been in some fights. And then he from Scranton, PA. Mm-hmm. So he, he they gonna, fight up then. Yeah, yeah. You going to get in one. <laughs> See, that already, they take you behind the gym. Mm-hmm. That's hood talk <laughs> slash Scranton, PA. <laughs> but I, I like why he said it. If He said if he had disrespected women. When they were mm-hmm. back in high school, well, and he beat so him he's up speaking for up for women. That, right. But he, but I like the fact that he's speaking up, speaking for, women. up for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And at my school, you get your ass whooped for a lot less. <laughs> Step on the shoe. She looking at me. <laughs> Step on the shoe. But why do you, as president, have time for s- such nonsense? Don't we have bigger problems? He has, he has time to counteract Joe Biden. He won't say nothing to Putin. Uh-uh. Uh, he yes. got time for Rocket Man. He got time for that All lady over there in London. He mm-hmm. cracked on that time. He talked about everybody. He talking about whole nations. Mm-hmm. He will not open his mouth about Russia. That's I right. got news for y'all. Cause there's some chicks in Russia. Huh? Mm-hmm. Watch chicks. Yeah, there's some Russians. They got some Steve, every yeah, time you say this, it comes to pass. Okay, Listen now. to me. Listen to me. Listen to it's me. women in Russia too. <laughs> yeah, man. You I'm got Russian to you. He worldwide with it. International player. And ain't nothing what? wrong with that. It's just what y'all got. In, that's what he did. Now I don't think he should not be president because of his past relationships with women. 
Now, but if you've done vile things to them, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, if you in a consensual relationship with a woman, come on, let's let's stop this right here. But now, if you've done something vile to her and it come back, yeah, now you have a problem, buddy. Now you have a problem. But all them consensual. Now, if you're in a consensual relationship with him, you know, I don't, I ain't got I ain't got time for that. You know, yeah. Between but, you and your wife, right? But the payoff business. Now nah, shut up! I'm gonna kill you if you talk. Not now. We got no. That's, yeah, yeah. That's different. That's oh, different. Yeah. But two people having a because it's not against the law to have an affair. It's not against the law. It's morally corrupt. Absolutely, Steve. You're right about that. But you can't. You can't. You can't. Not in you the know, U.S. <laughs> no. No, you can't. You can't do jail time for that. No, you so can't. he didn't break a law. He broke a vow. Mm-hmm. Now. You you can break the law and get a much lighter sentence. Breaking them vows, you 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 pays for them in other ways. Oh yeah. Let the church and Steve say amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. You know I know. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. A strawberry letter. Subject: A diabetic husband. Oh, this is my thing. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, let me get my highlight out. He's like, he's like yelling, not me, it's not me. <laughs> All right, dear Stephen Shirley, uh, I have been with my husband for almost 16 years. We have three beautiful, healthy children. After our second child was born, my husband was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Right after he was diagnosed, he was eating healthy, exercising, monitoring his blood sugar, and taking care of himself. Now it all has pretty much stopped. Because he does not take care of his health, he experiences neuropathy, uh, which is severe, which is uh, nerve pain and impotence. Uh, his neuropathy was so bad that he was taking pain medication and almost overdosed on it. You would think after that incident, he would get his act together and start managing his illness. Well, he still has not. He doesn't want to exercise and he no longer monitors his blood sugar. Even his teeth are becoming a problem. How can I get him to wake up and start taking better care of himself? I can only do so much for him. If he doesn't want to exercise and monitor his blood sugar, what more can I possibly do? Well, you know, I don't know that there is more that you can possibly do if you're if you're doing all that you can because one thing's for sure, you can't make anyone do anything. You can't make him. They your husband has to want to change. He has to want to get better and want to get healthier. Um I I know maybe you can appeal to him on behalf of your three beautiful, healthy children that you have. Um, You know that he should take better care of himself. Perhaps he's depressed because of the type 2 diabetes. Maybe he could see a a doctor because of that. And then, you know, maybe if he's treated for the depression, maybe he can go back to the doctor and and possibly, you know, start all over again uh, taking better care of himself. But one thing's for sure, he's got to want to do it, though. You can't make him do it. Steve? Well, the thing that sticks out the most in this whole letter is... Yeah. You got the diabetes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We too late for orange juice I was going to say, there's no mention of orange juice in this letter. (laughs) Which is all I know about it. 
<laughs> and let me just say this. Let me just say this. If you have type 2 diabetes, turn your damn radio off. Because <laughs> no. you ain't going to like nothing I'm finna to say. We have an expert here. Well, we got him, but he and that, you don't, know, you don't even know if he going to have a seizure any minute now, because he going to take care of himself at all. He's he the over there eating right Reese's, your Reese's your most cup famous question and all this here. So listen to me. What? If you have type 2 diabetes, mm-hmm. turn your damn radio <laughs> off, because when we come back, I got these jokes. Now, I ain't cracking on nobody except the man in this letter. But not just because you got it. That ain't got nothing to do with this joke that I have to do about the type 2 diabetes. I'm telling you right now, if you have type 2 diabetes, turn your damn radio. Because when I come back, I got the jokes about the man in the ladder with the type 2 diabetes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever worked at a place where they didn't want you talking about your salary? Actually, have you ever worked anywhere where they did? Unlikely. But don't you have a right to know? If only there were a simple solution. Well, now there is. How we find jobs has changed. On Indeed.com, our company reviews give you the inside track on thousands of companies. You can research salaries, benefits, company cultures, and more. All on Indeed.com. Search for greatness. Search Indeed, the world's number one job site. Indeed is the world's number one job site according to Comscore Total Visits. All right, Tony Braxton will be our very special guest coming up in about 20 minutes. So come on, Steve, let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. <laughs> you know, now here we got this man right here. Uh, 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 then he, he, he just let himself go. First he was exercising, but his fat ass got tired of exercising. <laughs> and I bet it got something to do with his weight, too. There's a fat man right here that don't want to work out no more. Now, he got two things that's going wrong. He experiences new... Come neuropathy. On, neuropathy, uh-huh. which is, an, and then impotence. Impotence really means important because it's the most important <laughs> thing that's happening with your damn diabetes. Really, Steve, Nah, really. you can't rise to the occasion no more because you like candy. <laughs> now, what I'm not going to do is not allow my general to salute no more because I like oh, candy. Oh, Somebody oh, got to make up their damn mind. Is oh, it going to be no. candy or cooking? Candy <laughs> or cooking? What's it going to be? Candy or cooking? I prefer cooking damn the candy. So now, he's sitting up in here now. He can't be nothing to his kids no more. His hair falling out. And then he got uh, neuropathy. That's what neuropathy. Neuropathy, baby. Neuropathy. You know what that means? That means that means when you got new rotten teeth. That's what, oh, that's, that. that's what that is. She did that's say even his teeth she are did becoming say a problem. That, that. <laughs> his teeth are because cause that, cause yeah. that's what neuropathy is. That's when you got uh-huh. new rotten teeth. That's all that is. I'm tired of people. You know, all, all that, everybody got something. That everybody calling in. Why is he talking about people got type 2 diabetes? I told you before I start. If you got type 2 diabetes, turn your damn radio off for 10 minutes. You the one stay tuned in. Did I not? Did I not say did. what I was about to you do? Did. I, I got to do these jokes. Yeah. I can't do these jokes. It's the gift. It's the gift. It's, the it's gift. a blessing I and a got curse. To, I got yeah. to do these jokes. I bet you ain't got I another one in there. You ain't got went too far. Bet you ain't got another too far. Bet I do. <laughs> Sitting up in here, man, want to go get some ice cream. I don't want to go get no ice cream. Somebody finna fall out after they eat it. 
sitting in your ass eating ice cream. I'm just looking at my watch with a countdown going. How many spoons can this fool eat before he fall out in his damn truck? Kids can't have birthday party because they can't have birthday cake at the damn party. They got to have an ambulance parked outside so you can have cake with the kids on the damn birthday. You done go right up sick of this right here, man. All this shit, this don't make no damn sense. Sit up here, I got to go out to a restaurant. I got to watch what you eat. God damn it. I just hey man, Steve, I gotta make sure they got some salt free. We need I don't care. I don't want to go nowhere where they don't got salt in the restaurant. <laughs> what restaurant ain't got no damn salt in it? <laughs> and who wants to go to this restaurant? I got really? to sit around here, really, really. change all my dietary uh-huh. needs, cause your ass ain't took care of yourself. Forgive now you sit up here. Your wife can't come to bed with lingerie on, cause she's scared she gonna throw your ass into a siege <laughs> or something. Cause you done sit up here and ate so much damn. Candy, you can't handle the cooking no more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. Now, switching gears here, Carla, um, you have some information uh, on this hip hop movie alert on, uh oh, shall we say Netflix? Yeah, you you know what, you guys, this movie, everybody on social media is talking about Mm -hmm. Roxanne, Roxanne. Nia Long stars in the movie. Yeah, Yeah, you you saw it, Jay? Mm -hmm. The billboard. I haven't seen the movie. I saw the billboards for it, no. It's yeah, about Roxanne Chante. Chante. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. It's about the female MC from yeah. the Queens, you know, back in the day. Hip-hop. So if you're a hip-hop fan, everybody on social media is encouraging folks to watch Roxanne, Roxanne. It's on Netflix starting today. So you okay. guys can check it out. Uh, I saw a lot of interviews with Nia Long. She's making her rounds. She was on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, she plays Miss Peggy, who was Roxanne Chante's mom. Oh. in the movie and she goes there because this woman she's still alive Miss Peggy she was uh, alcoholic she was depressive and the movie is produced by Forrest Whitaker and Pharrell yes. so a lot of people are mm-hmm. wanting to support this movie and show it love it got a lot of rave reviews at the Sundance uh, Film Festival mm-hmm. so make sure you okay. check it out Roxanne, Roxanne. and talk about Roxanne, unsung Roxanne. heroes the yeah, female right. MC Tommy, right? <laughs> talk about unsung heroes the female MC you know so that's a good thing they're doing a movie about her Roxanne Roxanne all I know is yeah. Roxanne <laughs> yeah Mahershala Ali is also in this movie he plays her older boyfriend Roxanne Shantae's older boyfriend in the movie because you know she was very young on the rap scene and she got pregnant. He was dating this girl when she was 16. This is a raw, gritty movie about survival. So, you know. So this is this is a movie. This isn't a, a, a TV show, basically. So no, this is a movie on Netflix. Yep. Netflix. Yep. Okay. This is, yeah, Roxanne Shantae. And that was the jam back in the day, that right? Was the jam, man. Roxanne, Roxanne, Roxanne. Right, right. Then she came back with Roxanne's Revenge. So all Revenge, of that. So hip-hop I do. I remember heads. that. Yeah. What was that? 90 what? Out there listening. Uh, what'd you say to you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What, what year was that? In ni- early 90s? 80s might have been. 80s? 80s. Yeah. Mid 80s. 86, 87. God. Yeah. Yeah. That was 80s way back in the day. She's still doing her thing. Roxanne DJing, still doing her thing. And um, it's great that people wanted to 
do her life story like this. And uh, I think these kinds of movies, we always need to see this. You know, the hip-hop movie, urban lifestyle type movies. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's great that uh, Pharrell and Forrest Whitaker and everybody got together, Nia Long, and doing the movie. Let's get it. I like it. Yep. So after here's, this, here's, here's, a little, here's a little trailer. Check out Nia Long. She getting wetted. You know how old she is? She's 16. You want your daughter to be miserable just like you? You a nasty mother. Out in the world thinking you grown. What the hell happened to you, Shantae? You must find a way to rise above it. Let's do this. Hey, thank you, Carla. We'll be sure to watch it. Now, coming up next, it is our girl, superstar Tony Braxton, in the building. Yes, ma'am. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Listen, everybody, as promised, a family member and friend is here. Uh, she is a multi-platinum Grammy award-winning singer. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Then starred on Broadway, uh, has headlined her own show in Vegas. And the new album is here. It's called Sex and Cigarettes. Oh, yeah. It's available now, and she's in the studio to talk about it today and the new music. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the lovely Miss Tony Braxton. Well, in the words of the ladies, let's just get this out the way. What the, the hell is that on your damn head? Oh, flashlight. Ah, <laughs> oh, flashlight. Oh, Third finger left hand. Oh. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, no, All right. So good. congratulations, Tony. Thank Engagement you. is official now. Yes, official. But you knew this before. I, you knew this before I knew this because your psychic guy told me months ago on your show. Man, she came on the show and Reginald Lewis, the psychic medium, told her, you'll be getting engaged. And then Tony said, will the ring be big? He said, it'll be huge. (laughs) He was right. And she just started smiling. And I'm telling you, how long after that did it happen, Tony? Mm, A couple months. And I never said anything to my fiance. Mm -hmm. I never told him. He didn't see the show? He no. He, oh, uh, he wow. watched it because he loves Steve, so uh-huh. anything Steve does. Uh-huh. But he didn't tell me. He was thinking about uh-huh. it. He said anything to me. Well, that's a so really nice So she's engaged to Baby, who is the I call leader. him Brian. <laughs> yeah. Brian. I, I, I ain't never. <laughs> man, you know what? I don't, I, you know what? Put respect on him. I've always <laughs> called him Baby. Back. He was yeah, a he baby, a Birdman. Hey. There's a whole bunch of names. Hey. hey, let me tell you how cool Birdman is. My daughter, Morgan, was getting married. And I gave her the day of her dream. So she said, Dad, I want to get married, and I want to be in the back seat of the convertible Maybach. I said, okay, I don't have that. That's, <laughs> that car is $2 million. I don't have that. So my wife goes online mm-hmm. and calls a company who said they could rent it. which But they don't even have it. So they lied. So... <laughs> Birdman, one of his dudes found out that I was looking for a car and he called me up. He said, Man, Birdman car, Birdman don't rent his car out, dog. But are we Steve Harvey looking for the car? He said, Yeah, he said, Bird won't talk to you. So I called Bird up. I said, What's up? He said, Hey, what's up, old J? That's how he talks. I said, Hey, you heard me? I said, Bird, my daughter getting married, man. But I didn't know. My wife thought she could rent this car. She said, he said, no, 
But for you, dog, mm-hmm. what you yeah. need? I said, man, I can't ask you nothing like that. You ain't asking me. I'm asking you what you need. <laughs> Birdman put that convertible Maybach on a truck, uh-huh. delivered wow. it the day before my daughter got married, and my daughter got married in that car. Wow. That's so Birdman sweet. He never told two, me. never mentioned that to me. Wow. Never Tony, mentioned he it. put a $2 million car on a truck and gave it to me and would not let me pay him a nickel for it. See, mm. he's such a gentleman. I had no, no idea. He is, never mentioned he's a sweetheart. No, nah, that dude, sweetheart. man. That's, that's, that's my dude. Sweet. He say for you, OG. Yeah, he's a fan. You my dude, man. Can can anybody else borrow? <laughs> 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 Come on, Jay. <laughs> you gotta ask. Oh you got a daughter too. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have, if you don't ask, I right. mean, oh, we okay. have not because what we ask not. And Tony, one more thing before we get started with what you're here for. I saw Birdman's thing on Netflix before anything. That's the name of it. That's the Before name. anything. Oh. It's the coolest documentary of a person that I've, I've that was the realest. It took his from his childhood, yeah. his parents talked, his mother-in-law talked, everybody talked. All his boys, what they did, how they did it, mm-hmm. what flipped them around, how they changed their life. Oh man, you gotta watch it on Netflix. It's called Before anything as yeah, iTunes before yeah. anything I, yeah it's it's out of sight all right we're here uh with our, our buddy our friend and we you know her. Tony you came on the show and you <laughs> talked about it but th- you we got it done now it's the eighth studio album yeah it's called sex and cigarettes it's available online and in stores so let's talk about the album sex and cigarettes yeah. last time I was here we talked about foh remember mm-hmm. yeah 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 now we can really talk about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you know, F-O-H. Uh-huh. Sometimes you got to say that for a moment. Sometimes you got to say it. Somebody Black cut guy. you off and got to say, yeah. <laughs> Man, can I use that? Yeah, F-O-H. Cool. Yeah. F-O-H. Yeah. But it's about being in a relationship. When you tell oh. a person, look, if you don't want to work this out, you don't want to be with me, you're not feeling me, look, this F-O-H. Mm-hmm. Just Definitely. let me go. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the last two is out of here. Yeah. Blank out of here. I heard it a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 Out of here. Yeah. Yeah. All you need to know is blank out of here. Out of here. Everybody know what the rest yeah. of it is. Yeah. So, Tony, so yes, what what makes this different, you think, from what you've done in the past? Uh, you know, I'm still singing about sad love songs, but I'm doing it from an adult perspective. I'm talking in adult language about it. But nobody does it better than you, Tony Braxton. Thank I mean, you. really. Thank Nobody you. does talk about I mean, that kind of stuff. For real, but you know, love songs, I don't know what, I don't know how they thought love was fitting to go out of style, because it don't. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. And the good no. thing is 90s is retro, is back in style. So uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a damn shame that the 90s is retro. <laughs> Is that a shame? It's a shame. <laughs> that really it is. seems like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Because where yeah. I'm from is the 70s. Yeah. And I'm you just, old. That's true, though. It's prehistoric. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, 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 look, Tony, stick around because we're going to be talking with you. We, we, you know, we're going to play something off the album and we just get to hear more about it and talk to you because, you know, you like family. You're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is it. So, we'll be back okay. uh, with more with Tony Braxton right after this.
<laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, uh, and we're back, and our special guest this morning is Tony Braxton. And uh, we're in here talking about her eighth studio album. It's called Sex wow. and Cigarettes. Now, listen up, uh, Nation. Uh, it's available online and in stores now. Online and in stores now. So what we're going to do is we're going to run it up to the top today. Mm. I'm like going to have everybody go to Apple, iTunes, gogetit.com. <laughs> Damn it, you heard it here, records.com. Spotify, Spotify. Oh, boy. Not Spotify. Rapidly. Well, I don't even know what the hell it is. We're going to send y'all everything, but we want y'all to buy it today, y'all. Yeah. Go and get uh, Sex and Cigarettes online. Uh, it's in stores, too. Uh, but make it happen today. I'm going to tell y'all when to push the button in a few minutes. It's Sex and Cigarettes. The current single, uh, Tony, is Long As I Live. What, yeah. what is this about? Because it's, it's quickly climbing. The you know, it's a sad love song. It's, you know, long Finish, as I live, Tony. I'll never get over. But the key is you getting over me. That's what it's about. Mm. All right. You've let's do it there.
come on, Tony Braxton and act like, you know, like. You better be Tony. Yes. Your ass better be Tony. That's really nice. Is that stepping music or what? It is. What? What? You don't even understand. And don't get out there if you don't know how to step, okay? Because you in the way. That's a cut right there. I like that, Tony. That's hot. That's climbing the track. Hey, y'all, that's on Sex and Cigarettes. It's available online and in stores now. That's a jam. She got an album full of it. Album. You know, album. That's an album. Yeah. Now you still is. You debuted the video last night on the Braxton Family Value. And Tamar's in it, and Tawana's in it, so we had fun doing it. Wow. We're stepping together. That's so cool. <laughs> you can see how short I am, though, compared to them, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> You're Tony Braxton. I know. I got a little Tony height Braxton. in me. Y'all know that. Short <laughs> and fine. <laughs> Look at that ring, okay? Thank you. Them two go together. Short, short and, and fine. fine. It does. That should be your next album, Short and Fine. Short and Fine. I'd buy three of them. All right, we'll be back with more of the fabulous Tony Braxton right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> so, um, did you collaborate with anyone on the album? I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babyface, of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. This last song Tony Dixon and I wrote together, I mm-hmm. worked with Tricky. Mm-hmm. And um, who else did I work with? Fred Ball. So pretty much that's the album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I can't wait for it. I mean, really, we're looking forward to the new season of Braxton Family Dallas. Uh, did you catch it last night? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank it was you. deep, though, Tony. It was Tony. a little yeah, deep. I can't deny deep. it. Yeah. It was family values. That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to educate mm-hmm. everyone about our lives, and hopefully we can help them. Yeah. I, I just like the fact that everyone in your family is talented. You know, you just Very bring good. reality shows to a different level because you guys are all talented. You yeah. Know. We fight hard, but you my mama. family drama. Yeah, we have yeah. a little bit, but my mama's not having to go too far. Oh, no, Miss Evelyn? She's not having Oh, no, it. ma'am. No, no, she's <laughs> not having it. She don't play. No, no. she does not. <laughs> but we're good, though. Good. Is she happy about the engagement and everything? You know, she's always liked me. All good. She's always been a fan because he and I have been friends forever. I mean, mm-hmm. he would come hang out with me. T, what you doing? T, I'm call you back. I got these chicken heads over here, but call you whoop whoop. You know, <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, <laughs> call me later. Chicken heads. <laughs> 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 We've been friends for a long time. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, I know that date is coming up. We have not set a date. Mm. We have not set a date. He wanted to get married on Valentine's Day. I'm like, who's going to come? <laughs> Everybody's out, you know. And he want he we wanted to do come. a drive through. He said, "Let's go to Vegas and go through the drive through." I'm like, "For real? Like Starbucks? Like McDonald's? <laughs> like <laughs> seriously? No." So I have to set a date. Mm-hmm. I'm going to soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a tour, right? You got a yeah. Tour me and the girls album? are touring. I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing a Sex and Cigarettes tour. It's going to be me, Tamar, and Tracy. So the Braxtons are going to be touring together. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah. May May twenty third. And you haven't done that. You haven't. We haven't done that for a while, huh? We haven't done it, mm-hmm. a family tour yet. So you got to okay. check us out. Yeah. A lot of hard work, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fellas over here trying to breathe again. <laughs> breathe again. <laughs> breathe again. Breathe again. Uh, just be a man about it. <laughs> this is an animated bunch. I love it. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> We're so happy for you. Well, you got to play Sex and Cigarettes. Can you play that on the air? I don't say any bad words. This is the first album that has that little adult sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Although the other ones should have, but no one could understand what I was saying. So, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. I understand yeah, it. Yeah, I know it's true. I know you're joking. I got jokes on myself. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. 
But this one I enunciated a little more, you know, mm. put a few conjunctions in there so you can understand me better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I have to have a little sticker on it. That's but old no school. one smokes no one smokes cigarettes anymore. I couldn't say come home smell like sex and weed. Like, that doesn't in LA. <laughs> it's legal. In LA. It's legal. Yeah. In my cousin neighborhood, they all smell like that. <laughs> you can see it in Cali and Colorado. Everybody in oh, yeah. the whole house. Even the baby. The baby doing it. Hold That's on. the group I, I'm talking about. They're back. Yeah. We appreciate you stopping by. You're always welcome. We're going to sell it. Now, listen to me. Steve Harvey Nation, here's the deal. Drum roll, cat. This is what we want to do. This is her eighth studio album. It's called Sex and Cigarettes. If you have ever loved Tony Braxton, yeah. Tony Braxton done ever played one that did something to you. Yes. I want everybody, get your phones, your laptops, do whatever you got to do. Go online right now to iTunes, Apple, I don't care where you got to go, and download it right now. Let's push this up to the top of the charts today. Tony Braxton's brand new one, Sex and Cigarettes. I'm asking the nation to come on. Let's just do something for her one time. It ain't that much. You working. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Let's push it. We've done it. We've done it for lesser artists. Yeah, all that good music Tony has given yeah. us. Steve. Come on now. Move on. Please. Oh, damn album, okay? What? I said go and get the damn album from yes. Tony Braxton. Yes. What's the name of it? Sex and Cigarettes. Okay, thank you. Trying to move some okay. units, Tony. Yeah, that's right. Sex and Cigarettes. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. Thank you, Because there's a certain day. core of people that listen to us that need it just like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, good Sex and cigarettes right now, damn it. Don't make me come by your house, because I will. Yeah, see, just some people react to that. Yeah, yeah okay. I guess I better go down here and do it. Hey, y'all, that's Tony Braxton. Make sure y'all get it. Right. It's Sex and Cigarettes. It's available now. Hey, Tony, we love you, girl. We love girl, you. love you guys. I, I love you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg has admitted that his social network made mistakes that led to millions of Facebook users having their data, profile, personal information exploited by a political consultancy company called Cambridge Analytica. Now, Cambridge Analytica has some kind of ties with the Trump campaign, and it's Mm. accused of improperly using Facebook data from up to, get this, 50 million user profiles on behalf of political clients. Wow. wow. Yeah. So in a statement, Facebook's founder, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, said he was sorry initially. He said a breach of trust had occurred. Zuckerberg also added that he was happy to confess and testify, I should say, before Congress if it's the right thing to do. In his statement posted on Facebook, he promised to make it far harder for apps to uh, harvest user information So um, here's our social media question of the day, guys. In light of this recent Facebook scandal, have you, have you, have you, or are you considering deleting your Facebook account? So hit us up on Facebook. Yes, unintended right there. Oh, hit us on Facebook. Uh I I know Mm -hmm. Trump Jr. is all for (laughs) taking all his down right now. Matter of fact, he's leading the charge. Uh-huh. He's trying to find a way to tie the breach of Facebook directly to them Texas his wife found. Wow. Hey, Trump, Trump Jr., let me ask you, is Putin and your daddy, y'all, are they real cool? Very. <laughs> what? Are oh, you playing the part of Donald Trump Jr., Steve? Yeah, I'm Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> 
don't care if your daddy goes to jail. You don't really care. Not if I can get that phone back. Well, uh, Mr. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., your dad, yeah. your, do you think you can get your dad's tax records for us? Because oh, he hasn't for released sure. it. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I have, I have a copy available for, for anyone who can get my phone returned to me. If I could just hold it one more time before we get to court. If I could just spend some time alone with my phone, <laughs> that would mean the world to me. I haven't seen my phone since she took it off that nice thing. <laughs> I could just get my phone back. Yes, you can have my daddy's tag Thank you, right. sir. Thank you. Thank you. I think Carla had a question. Carla? I yeah. do. I do. Donald Trump Jr., any advice you want to give to any of the fellas and players out there listening? Men, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I don't care what you're doing. Take your phone with you. Yeah, you can. In the shower? In the shower. <laughs> Duct tape it to your thigh. If you die. If you die? Have the mortician implanted in the crack of your butt. What? Where they don't even want to touch it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve. We're ready for your closing remarks. I'm so happy they're back. All right, everybody. Uh, My closing remarks today, this is what I've chosen to do. Um, I have variations of this when I'm talking as a speaker and things like that, but I'm going to go a different way with you today. Uh, There's a saying that if you're the smartest person in your group, then you need a new group. I want, you, I want you all to just think about that for a minute. If you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. Now, I've been very, very guilty of this. Not saying that I was smarter than everybody else, but I had been exposed more than a certain group of people I had employed and had hanging around me. I had been exposed to more things. I naturally was making more because they were mostly employees. Um, I wanted more. Uh, And because of the fact that I had more, more was required of me. I just had bigger dreams. I outdreamed everybody in my group. And it just gotten to a point, and I'm saying this because I want you all to put everything into perspective as I'm talking to you. Just imagine at your place in your life that if you're the one that's constantly coming up with the ideas, you're the one constantly coming up with the solution, you're the one everybody turns to for guidance, you're the person always picking up the tab, you're the person that's the only one who's dreaming really big, you're the one that's pulling the wagon and you happen to be carrying everybody that's on it. Ain't none of your associates getting off the wagon to help you pull it, push it, guide it, or nothing. They just own the wagon, and you doing all the pulling. You need a new group. You need a new group. Now, the problem with acquiring this new group is going to be that the fact is, is inevitable. You have to get rid of the old group, and it's hard. It's hard cutting people loose because for the most part, you're just a nice person. 
because you start beating yourself up with stuff that has nothing to do with you. Well, if if I let them go, what they going to do? Man, how his family going to eat? How her family going to survive? How how they going to... If, if I let them go, man, how they going to feel about me? What will they say about me? What will the other group members think about me? But you know something, man? That's not your job. And I'm not trying to sound cold or callous, but it's just not your job. They are responsible for themselves. But through this meaningless emotion called guilt, they will make you feel guilty about letting them go and making them stop riding up the hill in your wagon for free. And they use guilt, which is the most meaningless emotion, and they give it to you all the time. Y'all, do yourself a favor. Stop doing that. Stop carrying people who should be walking themselves. Stop pulling people up the hill in your wagon when they need to get their own wagon to pull. Stop. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself a new group. They will be fine. Because let me ask you a question. This is something my father used to say to me all the time. What would you do if you didn't know me? And I used to never understand what my father said to that till I got older. But I hear him saying it to me all the time. People come to you, ask you for money because I know you got it. Because you're doing better than them. Well, you work harder than them. So quite naturally, you should be doing better than them. Now, they come to you and lay this guilt, man. You, 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 done, you done came up and all us, over all of us and left us back here. And man, we so proud of you. Let me hold. My father used to say, if you didn't know me, what would you do? So I started incorporating that in my life. If you didn't have my number, who would you call? I cannot be everybody's emergency. If you are everybody's emergency phone call, you need a new group. They're going to bring you down, man. I'm telling you, they're going to bring you down. And when you go down, guess what? They're going to get another emergency number. They're not going to be there for you. All these people that use you as their emergency, do you have the ability to use them as your emergency? I think not. It's time to look at getting a new group. Now, you can sever the ties with these people now, or you can wait until a major event occurs that's going to cause you have to break it off. And it's going to be a lot more painful and a lot more costly. You know, but Bishop Jake said one time, sometimes you have to let people go so they can be freed up to go be who they're supposed to be. Because some people just hanging on because it's comfortable. Because you've made it comfortable for people. And I'm talking to everybody out there. This ain't for me or people who have employees. This is for people who have people in their lives that's constantly pulling on you, man. For $20 here, $40 here, 100 over here, my light bill went off. They cut this off. They calling me. I'm behind on my taxes. My income tax check ain't here yet. Man, oh man, oh man. How many times do you get that? Stop being everybody's emergency phone call. Because if they didn't know you, what would they do? You know what my father used to say? When they don't know you, what would they do? They need to get on get to doing it. You can't save everybody because they'll bring you down. If you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. 
Y'all have a great day, okay? Uh, I'm going to have a good weekend, too. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.